Hey folks, it's just Dave with another edition of the California Country Show podcast. If you are tuning in because you got a notification, thank you for subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Radio TuneIn. Of course, if you are visiting from California-Country.com, the brand new website that just debuted this week. Thank you. It's working. And if you're a big Delbert McClinton fan and want to hear what he sounds like when he's completely comfortable and does not care who's listening, this is the podcast for you. I'm super excited to share this with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, if you don't know Delbert McClinton, he is dubbed the godfather of Americana music, and rightfully so. Not only has he have a lot of great hits on his own, you know, he's written hits like Two More Bottles of Wine, B-Movie Boxcar Blues. There's a lot of songs out there from other artists that have covered his material, and I'm going to introduce him to you now if you don't know. I recorded this interview backstage at the Kessler Presents party during Americana Fest. Delbert was the headliner, and it featured a ton of great Texas musicians, including Paul Coffin, who was on the bill, who once again I missed because my interview, which was supposed to take about five to ten minutes, ended up taking 35. He didn't have to stay that long and talk to me. We just we just got along so great. Just He just liked me. I ask musician questions, I ask composer questions, and it, and it really paid off because he, he really opened up to me. So yeah. Five minutes turned into a long conversation. In fact, right before he had to run on stage, we barely had time for that to happen. But it was funny, they stuck us in a small dressing room. So here, here we are with like a super loud air conditioning unit going on right next to us on a super hot day in Nashville. There was no table to put a mic down in. Uh, I found a, a marble top drink tray outside of the dressing room. And so here's me and 78-year-old Delbert McClinton dragging this drink table into the room to interview him uh, while this giant swamp cooler thing was like going off. It was it was pretty hilarious. When this podcast gets as big as Chris Shiflett's, I'm, I'm renting a theater to do my next Delbert interview for sure. Now, when you listen to this, keep in mind the background noise. Or actually, you know, try to tune it out if you can. We were in a dressing room. It was super hot. It was Nashville. The whole place was just kind of moderately comfortable. So it was great, though regardless but if you ever get cornered by Delbert McClinton in like a busy laundromat or like an airport tarmac like you'll you'll find a way right to hear stories of how to keep a band together or how to write the perfect song so trust me it'll be worth it if you listen through it all also you know that explicit lyric thing that we put on our podcast just to you know like more of a just in case thing in case the interviewees you know just so they feel comfortable saying whatever they want to well, Delbert McClinton is why, and as you'll see here in a moment, what would a totally comfortable, storied man with over 50 years of experience, when given the chance, what would he say? Well, let's find out. Also, stay tuned for more info on Delbert's new music and the big plan to release all of my female podcasts that I have been recording for a while in one weekly series with an amazing lineup of female interviews. All that and more coming up at the end of this interview. But first, here it is, my interview with Delbert McClinton on the California Country Show podcast. Place I can sleep, dog. I'm saying. 
my harmonica case is the soft surface, so. <laughs> I play harp too, so. Do you? Yes, sir. What do you play? Which one? I play Seidel harmonicas. Have you oh. ever had those? No. They're older than Honer. They're no. actually, yeah, they're, uh, they were. Spell it. S E Y D E L. They're stainless steel. And they're. Oh, uh, my God, man. That's, uh, shit, that's kind of uptown, they're older than than honers, but and the stainless steel reeds, stainless steel bodies. Can you change like out the reeds metal, and all that? And stuff? I change out the reeds, so I'm endorsed by them. So I, I do yeah. like the, I just okay. give them a call and say, hey. Give well, me the, you're you know. you're way beyond anything. All that I've I've, I've done what I'm gonna do. <laughs> You've done all you can do. And and I, <laughs> you know, I I've got, I'm to the point where I seldom ever play hard. Oh I yeah. Just, yeah, I just uh, I don't know if. You know, I've been playing it so long. I'll, I'll go through periods of two or three years sometimes. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden, I want to play it again. Right now, I'm not playing much at all. And so, when you, with the band, I mean, are you doing, so you're playing keys? No, I just stand up there. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. You're at the point where you can do that now. Well, uh, I am. I can, <laughs> fortunately, yeah, I am. I can, I, can, I can do anything I want to do within reason, you know. That's and, awesome. Uh, it is, and it's a good place to be. But uh, you know, I, I don't I don't work nearly as much as I used to. Uh-huh. I work two weekends a month, and I just started that this year, this year, where I, I work a week and then I'm off ten days. Mm-hmm. And, I, oh, and by week I mean two nights, which means three and a half four days travel. Yeah, the show, you know. So I get to be home some, and I like being home. Oh, Me too. Sorry. I'm not chasing <laughs> pussy or, or, or anything else. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's, I got it all at my house to, to keep me happy. Yeah. I mean, it's not that I'll stay there all the time, but I'd rather be there than have fucking off. Dude, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Anyway, was that I mean that's was that always the plan uh, to get there? Because I, I know I, me, my my whole goal. I tell everybody. Yeah. They go, wow, you got an exciting life. I go, my goal is to be as boring as I can. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, the best place in the world you can get where you can say, no thanks. Yeah, the yeah. power to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you yeah. live out here now. I've been living here for, shit, 21 or 22 years. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is Americana Fest. I mean, this is, I mean, I, I saw some of the, the, the places that you've been this week, yeah. the awards and, and all and all the, the pieces that you've been with, and people that have paid respect to you this week. I mean, what, what, what is this week special? Uh, well, uh, it, it, it is. I mean, you know, it's special to me because I've spent most of my career under the radar of radio. Yeah. I'm a musician. Yeah. I know okay. you. Well, you know what I'm talking about. My friends, and, we, we know you. But you're okay. right, but a lot of times people yeah. won't equate. Well, yeah, and you know, so 62 years I've been doing this. Yeah. I, and, and, and I love it as much now as I ever did, or more, I uh-huh. think, because I'm better at it than I've ever been. Well, I heard the record, the, new, yeah. the newest record, yeah. with this great band that yeah. you were with. That's, that's my band. Or, and I hate to say that. It's the guys I've been working with for the last seven years. Uh-huh. We wrote all that stuff together. So this is just There's you three of us out of, out, of, out of the whole band. Me, the guitar player, uh, and keyboard player that mm-hmm. write most of the songs. Although, uh, bass player has written a couple of great songs. So I've got a place in Mexico, fortunately, that's paradise. In a 300-year-old Spanish colonial city. 
And we go down there and we're looking over the city, nice beautiful terrace. And we go down there and write songs. That's where you write. That's where we've been That's writing for the last four years, three years anyway, since we all since we we just discovered one day we said, well, we try to write some shit, you know. Mm -hmm. It was great. We wrote two great songs the first day, so we started doing it every Wednesday. And uh, then we started going to Mexico and spending a week or ten days. No interruptions of any kind, you know, and uh, perfect weather, ideal weather, you know, seven mid seventies, no humidity. Yeah. You know, Santa Fe. So, yeah. No, I, that's that's amazing. So uh, and there's uh, it, it, a, a lot of expats down there, uh, ten to twelve thousand. So it's uh, Canadians, people from Europe live down there. I, you know, it's a, so there's some of the best restaurants in the world. Because they're catering to all those folks now. Yeah, yeah and, yeah, and yeah. if you put in a restaurant and if you ain't badass, you're gone in a week. So it's, uh, <laughs> uh, they're, they're, you know, they're people that's doing it. It's great, and it's, uh, it's quiet, man. Roosters wake you up in the morning. Yeah, that was yeah. my grandparents' farm. That was my grandparents' farm, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, that's that's. They're that's, Mexican. Well, I'm Mexican, so yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my yeah. speed, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And so with these guys in the record, I mean, like, you know, back in the day, a record company used to give you a house for a month to record something or or whatever. Like the money was. I, I don't know what, you know, what the money structure is, but how is it much harder to do what? artists do nowadays because we don't have the development anymore we don't have the well uh, well I work all the time so I've got to have a band yeah and I don't want to go out with a shit band no I'm just I you know but uh, you know uh, the band that I had for 10 years broke up about 10 years ago because some of the guys started getting offered a lot more money and you got to take the money gig you know so, you know, I started finding new guys, and this band you're going to hear tonight is what I found. Yeah. And they're, I, I, they're the people I admire most in this world. That's amazing to say. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But, but we, we, uh, we, we just, it's, it's, we just have such a good time together. Yeah. Are they all locals? Are they all in, just but, in yeah, town? They're yeah, they're all guys here. That's great. But they're not from here, but then, you know, they all live here. I mean, I mean that's, California's the same way. Where, yeah, I, where right, I am, right. it's, like, they, it's they, like, you know. They've been here most most of their lives. Yeah, my band's from Texas, Louisiana, yeah. Kentucky, right. uh, you know, yeah. Well, so. it's, uh, it's just, you know, but they all, we all live here. And uh, there's no assholes. That's funny, right? That's Well, we're all full-grown adults, you know. <laughs> been there, done that. Been there, done that, and... Uh, it's just there's just no nobody's a dick. Yeah. And it's it's good. It's good. Wow. 
Explain to me the name of the band, because it... Self-Made Men. And Dana? And Dana. <laughs> okay, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I may be wrong, but this is what I heard. You know, you always got high hopes, right, when you're going, well, I'm told that if you should win a Grammy, you can be Joe Blow and the Joe Blowers. Sure. But you can't say, and somebody because that and is not considered part of the group so it's plus Dana plus Dana in the event <laughs> you know what I'm saying that the Grammys yeah fall. And, and if that if, that, <laughs> if we pull that off I think it'd be funny because uh, you know and I and that may may not even be true but that's the way I heard it that's amazing on a technicality on a technicality <laughs> exactly and Dana's the sax player? Is that... Oh, she's badass. Yeah. I can't wait. Now, as far as younger artists go, because a lot of, for my radio show, you know, we're California. We right. we got to drive. We have to work. We have to play. We all got our day jobs and things like that. All got our things just to survive. Things are getting, yeah. things are getting out there. Now that you've been doing all the things that you've been doing, I mean, for younger artists, what do you, when you see or hear the stories of them, I mean... I'm sure you got advice for them. Man, I don't, you know, I, 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 I anybody looking for advice is looking for a, 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 a accomplice, I, I, I feel like. Oh. And I don't, what the fuck, I don't want to tell somebody something and fuck them up. I don't know, you know, it's so different today than it was in my youth. Your youth. I hate to say that. Don't say your era, because it's still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 40 years ago, let's say. To say that. You know, uh, all of the instantaneous self-gratification shit was just not there. You had to live in the everyday. Yeah. So, you know, things moved a hell of a lot slower. And uh, I don't know, man, you know, you know I've, I've watched a lot of guys, and, you know, bands uh, come apart, you know, and uh, somebody's wife don't want them doing this or that, you know. So bands, bands that start out together, they're going to do it forever. Start coming apart mid twenties, late twenties, you know, uh, and those guys who aren't destined away. But in these days, it's so easy to be a techno sound maker. Yeah. Uh, Press the buttons. Well, not just that. I I have had all the guitar masturbation I can stand to listen to. The shreds. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is that? <laughs> I mean, if you're saying something's one thing, but if they're saying something, I don't know what it is. Right. Because I don't hear, the only emotion I hear is anger and frustration. Uh, aggression. Aggression. Yeah. Yeah, well, anger, aggression, and frustration. Yeah. Uh -huh. And there's, there's no, there's no ah, release. 
breath. Yeah, space. No, there's no ejaculation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just woo woo. And I hate to bitch about anything, but well, I've been there. No, even with the harmonica, when I started out, no. I wanted to be the fastest. You didn't want to be popper, did you? Oh, I loved popper. Do you? Do you know who I loved more though? Paul, mm. Paul Butterfield more than anybody. P Butterfield was the best. Butterfield was the best. He was he was the best and the first in in so many ways. Mm -hmm. uh, because when I thought nobody in the world, no white guy was paying attention to blues but me and my friends. Yeah. I came upon a record of his that just blew me away. These dudes look like they could have gone, they were in college. They look like they were in college just, you know, going to and, and just doing, they, you know, he studied the masters. And, well, of course he did. Know, Obvious, it was obvious he did. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, he wasn't fucking around. Mm -mm. And on harmonica, it's easy to pick out the ones that are fucking around. Yeah. You know, I love harmonicas, but... That's another something I don't want to hear anybody uh, doing for 15 minutes. No, I, I, hell, I play it, and I don't want to hear me doing it for 15 minutes. Well, I minutes. like, <laughs> the parts of harmonica I like these days are punctuations. Yeah. That kind of thing. Fills. Uh, fills. Yeah. Exactly. Complimentary. I, I, I treat it like a horn. Exactly. Horn doesn't, it's not soloing. Well, I sing like yeah. horn parts. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's the pacing, right? That's, yeah, that's you, you, you yeah. got to get everything in the right place, or it, if it gets crowded, well, then your people are saying something ain't right. They may not be saying it, but they'd be feeling it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, so the, the relaxation that you have when you sing, when you are there, um, I know it's not an accident. The way you place where your words oh, yeah. are, it's not an accident. No, no, no. You're not in a rush to do any. Like it, it's you're not on top of the beat. That's the drummer's job, you yeah. know, or whatever it is. That's premeditated, right? The way you... It, it, it's the way it comes out. The way it comes out. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's the emotion of, of what you're saying. I guess, I don't fucking know. It's <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's the song. It's right? the I mean, feel I mean, of the yeah. song, and, 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 and then the one of, I can sing them the same song, and I can do it fast, or I can do it slow. Mm -hmm. or I can do it to a mambo beat. But it's, they're all the same song. Yeah. You know? They're not all it's, one, four, five, did, but they all, they're all, they're I, not that far from I them. never had to work so much to do this as I had to work because of it. Yeah. You know? Got a song going on all the time. I always have since I was this big. Song going on in my head, you know, about something. I told somebody earlier today, I, I can put horn parts to the hum of the city, you know? This AC unit right here. Yeah. <laughs> A bit tough one, but I believe I, I believe I can do it. <laughs>
I, I met a bartender today. I was eating eating lunch at Edley's, and I told him I was going to interview you. And he goes, "Oh, my band used to play one of his songs." I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, we all have you know tunes that we've we've heard, and I think a lot of people don't even know the songs that you've written that are now out there. Do you have like a favorite version or one that flattered you the most or, or that you think of is... Of one of my songs? Of one of your songs. And you know, it depends on the mood I'm in. Maybe, yeah. Because I love them, you know. I, they wouldn't be there if I didn't do the best I could and satisfy myself with it. That's the key. Because if, if I'm listening to one of my songs and it's great and I left that in there somewhere, somehow, vocally, then the whole thing goes to the dump. Mm -hmm. Because I can't live with that. I dream about it. If, if I let something stay in there that I know I could have done better if I... Haunts you. Yeah. 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 Haunts the shit out of me. Yeah. I think that came all the way to your side. Uh, yeah, it did. Hold on. Right, it's over here. Rolling and tumbling when it hit the floor. <laughs> And then, so as far as touring goes, are you are you planning anything out west again? Is uh, is it just they too can't, far? They won't pay me to come out there, man. It's it rough. It costs too much money. To, people won't pay me to come out there. Yeah, it's rough. So I worked uh, East Coast, Midwest, and South, mostly. Mm -hmm. And uh, shit, I'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd, I'd like to, but. Uh, Get, make it, making any money in California is, has not been it's available rough. to me for some time. You know, they said this years ago, come to California. Jim yeah. Lauderdale told me, he's like, you know, at the time that I moved and I got my apartment over, you know, off of Western Avenue, yeah. or, or Franklin actually, off of Franklin, yeah. that was just what you did. Yeah. Go for the studios, go for the things like that. Well, I, I did it in 71. You did? I packed it all up and took off California. Lived in Venice. Me and the girl I went out there with, and Glenn Clark, who we were doing record, or you know, working together. The apartment was painted black, everything floors, walls, ceiling, bathtub, sink. Oh my God. And there were four locks on the door. And we found out a couple of days in, I forget the name of the place, you know, so, but the, the name it was known by was Methadrine Manor. And you said, don't go up on the roof barefooted because there are rigs laying everywhere, you know. <laughs> but, you know, we were there for a couple of months. We were there until Maggie left me and I wrote a song about her and moved out to the Panga Canyon with a couple of guys. Yeah. You know, that's all this hungry, going for it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. Did you, you recorded out there? Oh, yeah. To the boat, I don't know if you know about the Delbert and Glenn records. Uh, I don't think I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was 70, 71 or 72 or 72 or 73. Okay. Uh, you should look them up. I will, yeah. Uh, it's on Spotify, I think, but I, I don't know. Uh, we did two records, and uh, they're kind of famous to a few people. <laughs> you know, uh, the good records, because he and I, sing better, I, our voices match better than anybody I've ever sung with. Mm -hmm. In fact, he and I did a, a, after 40 years, we did another record together three, three and a half years, three years ago, called Blind, Cripple, and Crazy. 40 years, and it was just like we'd never stopped singing together. Oh, man. And we were still good, close friends. Uh, so, you know, 
That's amazing. Yeah, the the studios out there, the I just feel like, you know, artistry today, like you said, with Spotify. You know, you're saying earlier before we turn the yeah. mic on, you know, like that's well, it is sure regret, but that's it is convenient to it hear is convenient, music that way. and I'm too fucking old for that fight. Yeah, you know, I don't have time. You're to not the go. guy to do that fight. Yeah, yeah, the younger guys can do that. I'm not going to spend what time I got left fighting that. Yeah, I'm going to find a way to benefit from it, and I do. I, I have, I have found, uh, I think all of the music that I've heard all of my life that I didn't never knew the names of. I rediscovered uh, Johnny Mercer about three years ago, mm-hmm. and I was—I I, I got so—that's all I listened to for um, six months. And his lyrics—he's the lyricist. That's—he wrote Moon River. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, you know that. I'm sure you know. If you don't, you do now. I'm, I'm a big composer fan. I, okay. I, I like I like okay. to look at the liner notes. Okay, and I like well, to, good. You know, it's like uh, I do the same thing. I go down the rabbit hole and start searching. Oh yeah, you know. I know. Well, that's what I did. You know, with uh, with the internet, I started looking for music. Yeah. And uh, 40s Junction. That's where I hang out. I think I told the you. serious yeah. the serious channel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was I telling you? I was telling you something. Spotify. Johnny Mercer. Oh, Johnny Mercer. Your music. Uh. <laughs> I don't know, man. Rediscovering Johnny. Oh, I was gonna. But he, he's such a great lyricist. Uh, if you, you know, it, for example, uh, it ain't necessarily so. You know, the old song it ain't necessarily. I was a choir so. kid, man. We had to do all those, all those. Okay. Things. Yeah, I know that song. He I made his home so. in that fish's abdomen. That's the line. Of yeah, the Jonah and the Whale. Yeah, Jonah and the Whale. He made his home in that fish's abdomen. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> and he does it with such ease, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and, and Sinatra, you know, he just, he's, he's a freak. Sinatra's like this one-take master. I know. You know, the, the idea that, um, you know, everyone's partitioned off, all the musicians, and it's one take, and you can't. I know. You can't screw it up. You have to nail it because if you're if Sinatra gets the take that he yeah. wants, yeah. and you're the trumpet or you're the you're the guy that just goes a little bit. Well, that's you know, why they were so fucking good. We're so good. Now we just punch it, fix oh, it. Again. I don't, I don't. Okay. It breaks my heart. You don't like that, huh? No, I don't. No, no. I, I, I like even if they can make it sound real. It's not. If they can convince me, I'll go for it. But right. I want to hear. I want to hear real people play. I want to hear a room. Absolutely. I want to hear. I want to hear. Oh man, it sounds like they're in a church. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, I want yeah, to hear yeah, the yeah, drum. Yeah. You know, like I want to hear that. Yeah, of course. Know, the squeaky, the I've squeaky got a, I've got a, pedal. You know, the, all that stuff. I've got a, crow, a cruise that I've been hosting for 25 years, and Big Joe Mayer. I'm sure you don't know who he is. The guy in D.C. He played drums, most of the drums on the new record. Okay. And he's he knows every song in the world, and he has a blues gig on the cruise. And I've gone in and recorded it with my phone. And it's like, and it's the crowd noise. It's like being in a beer joint. And he plays, he goes three, four, and he's in. Or, or, or less than that. Or less than that. And, and a vocal pickup and, and then, yeah. you know, whatever, and it's, yeah. And it's, and cause I can sit and listen to those and close my eyes and be there. So speaking of here in the room. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know when it's polished where it don't shine, I, I hate it. I like 
imperfection. Of course. You know, the, the idea, Honestly, you know, a crack in someone's voice. Well, you or, know, uh, some Indian, maybe single Navajo comes to mind, I don't know, but they put a flaw in all of the, the te textiles they make because of human Human error. They want to recreate, yeah. 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 And I, don't, I heard that a hundred years ago, and I thought, man, that's, that's pretty fucking deep. It's pretty yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, ain't nothing like a real thing. I agree. I agree. When the road gets dark And you can no longer see Just let my love throw a spark, baby And have a little faith When the tears you cry Are all you can believe Just give these loving arms a try, baby And have a little faith in me Have a little faith in me Have a little faith Have a little faith in me Have a little faith in me When your secret heart So you got your start in Texas Your musical start in Texas oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah A lot of, lot of Bob Wills, Hank Williams You know Who'd you play with back then? What was the oh, shit, was man? The Bob like? Wills and Hank Williams. You played? <laughs> no, no, I didn't play with you. You said, you, said, you said who oh, your no, favorites? I said, I said uh, Bob Wills, Hank Williams as idols. But like, was there like good musicians back then? I mean, like, well, you know, the, you got to put it in perspective. It's a little tiny town in in, in nineteen what say forty seven when I was seven years old. Uh -huh. When I was aware, more aware of you know coming of awareness uh, off a lot of, of, uh, of 40s junction the music of the time you know? yeah all that the war years music which is that was the darkest time in world history the music was the most uplifting it needed to be huh it, it needed, needed to be, be. and it, but and it was the Andrews sisters yeah you know how how visual is that, you know? Yeah. Of, of good time, you know, of, of not only hope, but determination. Singing, waving their hands. Yeah, yeah and yeah, singing yeah, their asses yeah, off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they weren't fucking around, you know? No. They, were, they, were, they were doing it. Yeah, that's heavy. And so, moving out here. Moving here? Yeah, moving here was a... The IRS took my house in Texas. Ah. I had an accountant that got me in, in a... Uh, a, a some kind of deal that got uh, disallowed after, and they, the IRS got a hold of me and said I owed them two hundred thousand. I was making about seven hundred and fifty dollars a night for me and four other guys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and travel. You tell me. Uh, I, well, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying. I'm yeah. just saying that's where it was. And they said, oh, you owe us two hundred thousand dollars. 
They said, sell your house or we'll sell it for you. You know. And so I had to sell it. And uh, my, my wife, who had, had, had just recently quit her job, she was a news producer in New York. She left there and came to be with me, and she's my hero. She's, she's the reason that I've got anything going on at all. Huh. Uh, uh, she got hold of it all and, and uh, got some lawyers and, and sued the, the fucking uh, guy that got me into that, and they paid off about the last $80,000, but I had to get rid of everything I had. Wow. Uh, same thing with Willie at only on, yeah, yeah. you know, relative scale. You know, I didn't have $100 million, but uh, I didn't have $200,000. I didn't know where I was going to get it. Anyway, I was working eight days a week to pay that off. And nothing in my name, nothing, except my driver's license. And, uh, you know, what are you going to do? You can't do anything but, but, but make your way through it. No, no, you know? yeah. So, you know, it's just life comes with the lunch, you know. You have good bad, good days, bad days. It does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nashville's, Nashville's like that, though. I mean, when you came into Nashville, I mean, it was, uh, you said, what is it, 22 years ago? Yeah. So. 89. 89. I mean, it's obviously grown exponentially. I mean, it's grown to the time that I started hanging out. Well, I know, ago, but, but that like, was also the time of all of these country people making hundreds of millions of dollars. That's when they were still publishing. Yeah. There's no publishing anymore. A, 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 a dude could make it just off just off that alone, yeah. yeah. I've Absolutely. got friends who in the last five or six years have had uh, their income of publishing music cut down to a quarter. Yeah. What are you, what gonna, a, what are you gonna do? What, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, you know, uh, bottom line is we're all doomed. You just try to find a way to find a place, a comfortable place to be. <laughs> yeah. You know, and end up at the end being bored and being so happy with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I try to, you know, like when I when I do this podcast, I, you know, or the radio show, I try to say to those musicians out there, the ones that really care. Look, if you're struggling, keep at it. If you're struggling up here in your mind. It might, it might be time to move on. I mean, there's enough of us out there. Well, that that's, are, that's you know. very true, but that's also a, a, a thought that a lot of guys don't want to have in the beginning because they don't no. want to give up their dream of doing it, you know. But things happen that just make it that way. Wives happen. I'm, I'm not saying marriage is not good, but yeah. trying to be married when you're 19, 20, 21, 22 years old and be going on the road, that don't work. It does not work. does not work. No. You I start fucking yeah. somebody, and you start fucking somebody, just, and yeah. and and then you're you're living in a hollow world until you find a way out of it. And a lot of times they don't find a way out of it. Yeah, that's gotta be rough. Anybody who dates or marries a, a musician, that whole that's a decision that. Uh, yeah, man. But look at this this way: <laughs> every little girl that's her fucking dream. A guy can walk down the street hope carrying a guitar and get some pussy. Yeah. Works in this town. That's or just sure. a guitar case. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can fuck her before she finds out you fucked her. I mean, you know. Yeah, you're a mess. I mean, I, 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 I hate to talk about no, 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 no. things, but 
<clears throat> but it's true, you know, little girls, are, they're, they're just, they flock to guys that play music and jump around and shit. Well, it seems exciting at first. It does, but at first is when they get their ass fucked up, you know? Yeah. It don't take long to be a loser. And then you just realize after a while, it's like, this is, this is work. This is yeah. work, and oh, this, dude's, this dude's gone a lot. Well, yeah, yeah but you know, yeah. I, I know what I did being gone a lot, and you know, people are going to be unfaithful. That's just, people have needs. That's not a musician thing. That's a people thing. Of course, but if you're not with your wife for, for two weeks, she's going to have needs, and so are you. Yeah. And you just learn this after you lived it long enough. You know. Uh, it's not a perfect world by any means. People are and different. even if you're you're together constantly, I know two. I've got two good friends who were married, who went to high school together and got married, and are still the happiest people in the world. Two couples mm-hmm. that I know personally. My parents are one of them. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the yeah. third one. Third one. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, my parents. Too, and that's but I'm big, talking about contemporary. Yeah, I knew I would never live up to that, so I didn't even try. <laughs> well, I, I, I had no choice. It was because of children both times. For yeah. Me. Yeah. And uh, and man, I spent several years being a real asshole. I didn't do any women any good. I was a, I was faultless prick. And I didn't realize I was so much until I had an opportunity to look back and see how selfish I was in so many ways. Wow, yeah. But when, when, when you got music that directs your life, uh, you got to do it. Yeah. And, uh, and it did, and with music came a lot of opportunities for other things. Yeah. It's crazy life, man. So you just like run away and join a circus. I might, I might just. <laughs> at the at the end of this radio series, I'll be like, like, man, you know what? I'm done. No, I. It makes me more inspired because I, I want to hear and share those stories. Yeah, of well, like I'm glad that, you, you do know. because uh, uh, that's all that's going to be left of a lot of us, you know. Yeah, is the stories. Yeah, it's the stories, you know. Yeah. and, and, and uh, I think that's good because uh, I got a million stories on, and and I, I like to, I like to. I like to do this generally, unless the, the guy playing your role is a dick yeah. or, yeah. or uh, tight ass. And it's well, I don't like, uh, for me, I don't like the same old questions. You no. know, yeah. I don't like the same old questions. I've been asked that. I've been on tour, I've been asked the same old question. Yeah. Define your sound. Yeah, what no. is it like? And I go, I go, dude, like, listen to all the, go, go on YouTube and look yeah. at, look at the, the you know things, what? You know? It gets, like, here's to me, here's what it gets. stories. It gets like, you're in a petting zoo. People look at you, right? Or, oh, oh, no. They don't just look at you. They get, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A petting zoo. Oh, you know, how did you learn to sing that? You, you know, it's, it's like, you dumb motherfucker. Go away. <laughs> just petting you. Know. <laughs> Who are your greatest influences? Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Well, you got this meeting great, like 25 people, you know. Or, or, That's true. You know, or That's they, true. he's going to donate a lot of money if you'll come to the house just for an hour, meet his friends, and you walk in there and they're from another fucking planet. They don't give a shit. It's, they don't know, you know. They know who you are. Well, but some they of don't, them do, but do they, they really, do they really know? They just... Well, they might know because the guy that invites you 
is a fan and and, sure. and cranks it up or whatever for whatever reason whether they know you or not it's still a weird bunch because you don't have anything to talk to them about no nothing in common nothing mm. and that's when you're in the petting zoo yeah I hate it I, I should name the radio show that <laughs> <laughs> the petting zoo that's my awesome. life in the petting zoo yeah, that's oh, great God. that's amazing well I'm going to try to get as much of the show as I can this has been an awesome week for me no good uh, man yeah I appreciate you spending time and I, my I, pleasure I, want, I just I just want to share people your, you know, your stories and well and, and, and I'm trying to help you <laughs> yeah. thank you thank you bro I appreciate, I appreciate it, it yeah David Dave yeah about Dave <laughs> the- There was my interview with Delbert McClinton. Hope you enjoyed it. The Petting Zoo, of course. Hey, how you doing? It's just Dave, and welcome to another edition of the Petting Zoo podcast, where I put my hand on an artist's head and see if he punches me in the jaw. Yeah, it's got a nice ring to it. Anyway, thank you, Delbert. For more information on his music, go to, it's real easy, Delbert.com. He's got a brand new album out. That album is called Tall, Dark, and Handsome. Delbert McClinton and Self-Made Men plus Dana. And uh, they put on a great show. Thank you, Delbert. And thank you to his wife, Wendy, for letting me into the family, basically, and uh, get that interview. Man, that was fun. Well, if you're a California country artist or you have a suggestion for who I need to interview on the next podcast, shoot me a message. Just Dave at California-country.com. Make sure you go to California-country.com. The website is up and ready for business with links to all the radio stations that you can stream the radio show on for full music. I'll have clips of the podcast uh, all throughout the radio show. And also in December, it's going to be the month of women artists every week i'm going to be delivering a different radio show from a different radio artist i shot two at the russell hotel in nashville of course i've got one with honey county coming up as well december is going to be an amazing month i want to wrap these things up and get things these to you they've been sitting in my in my hard drive forever of course as i do the radio show as i do the podcast things just you know they take a little while so please be patient please subscribe Please keep me in your prayers as I lock myself in a room and edit this thing like crazy. Once again, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you hanging out with me. This is Just Dave. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cal Country Show. And as always, stand by for greatness. The next one's going to be even better. Take care. Follow the California Country Show online at california-country.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cal Country Show.